You've made a tremendous impact on the HBCUs. I, I guess how difficult was the decision to leave what you started there? Tremendous. Because it wasn't about the X's and O's or the wins and losses. It was about those kids. It was about looking at the faces of those kids, knowing that uh, I'm being ready. God is getting ready to elevate me. I'm sorry. God is getting ready to elevate me. Usually a coach is terminated or elevated. Thank God I'm elevated. But still, the, the journey is not complete. Okay. Is it fair to call Deion Sanders a sellout after leaving Jackson State University for Colorado? And say the mic is yours. You know, this is a, uh, an important topic. I think every, I hope everyone watches this many times, and I hope they hit listen to this topic. I hope you go to watch the interview. It was a very a great <laughs> interview. He had multiple interviews while leaving JSU to Colorado. Um, right. There's a lot of things to debunk and unpack here. And I want to say, just to answer the question, he is not a sellout. Um, Deion Sanders went to an HBCU to highlight players to go to HBCUs to play for these colleges, to play for these um, football organizations, um, and, you know, get get out of the mindset of you can only go to these particular 25 schools, top 25 schools, to play football and show out and show that you could be on a national stage. Deion Sanders went to um, JSU, and he was on a national stage multiple years. You know, he played on ESPN multiple years when HBCUs weren't even highlighted on a football program. There's reports coming out that he only got paid, I believe, a million a year at JSU, and half of his salary went towards the equipment at the gyms at JSU. The HBCUs weren't even paying for the equipment at JSU. So it was a lot of different things that happened <clears throat> in, um, with Deion Sanders at JSU. Um, you know, he got his sons to play football over there. He's bringing them with him to Colorado. He got a, a top pick to go to JSU, someone that could have went to Alabama easily. And Nick Saban even talked about it in an interview like, oh, you know, something's going on here. How the heck are you going from Alabama to JSU? You know, he even mentioned in the interview, you know, Nick Saban's a guy who's unfazed. He's a guy who's Captain Cool. He don't really say much on the interview, and that kind of ticked him off. Uh, so um, the fact that he got, uh, I think I believe, I believe his name was Tre uh, something Walker. I forgot his left first name. I, I, I don't want to mispronounce it. But he was a top recruit, and now he's apparently transferring to Colorado to play for Deion Sanders. So he's getting top five, um, I mean top five, excuse me, Five-star recruits to go already get go over to Colorado. There's a report saying there's two, over 200 people in the tra transfer portals to go play with Deion Sanders in Colorado. So he's bringing over prospects to these schools that nobody were paying attention to. Mind you, Colorado is a college in D1 that's one of the most laughed-at schools in NCAA. Right. And he's going to go over there. He's bringing talent over there to highlight another school. If he brings success over here to this school, how can you call him a sellout? He just brought his son from JSU, uh, HBCU football team, to one of the top Division One school. I mean, uh, to a Division One school where he's gonna play top talent, and his son's gonna be the starting quarterback. How's he a sellout? He's doing the best for him, best for his family. Oh, by the way, his salary is five times what he's making now than he was at um JSU. Isn't the whole point to do what's best for you and your family? <coughs> How's he a sellout? You gotta tell me. I mean, uh, okay, because I know you're gonna. I know you're going to drop some jewels here, so I'm going to save you for last, right? Because right. I know this topic, you definitely will drop some jewels. Um, He's a sellout to me. Um, And I, I tried to, you know, I, I like primetime. I respect him as a man. Now, I have to respect my definition of the word sellout, which is basically, you know, you pimp out your people for financial gain. That's the definition of a sellout. So by that definition, he's a sellout. I mean, look. Prime time went from prime time to matinee here with this move. 
you see, Jackson State was undefeated. He left an undefeated program to go to a program, a white program, that's 1-11, okay, for profit. Now, me personally, I'm always going to be the guy to advocate for HBCUs and anything that involves the elevation of my people. That's just how I look at things, right? And that's just what it is. Now, when you look at what he did, literally what he did, and it's basically proven now that he left, that he used Jackson State as a stepping tool for self-promotion, basically. Now, I understand he did some good things for the program. I understand that. But what we want is more athletes exercising their powers and putting it back into their communities. Everybody invest into their own communities, every race, except for black people. Why? Why is that? Because we don't have the resources. That's why. And that's why we need to start taking initiative. So he was literally a free agent, not free agent, a recruit magnet. Right? Guys were coming to Jackson State. Guys were, you know, we live in a trendy world. This whole world is based off trends, right? So guys are going to follow. And you look at their class, they don't know three players, okay, that committed to the program, that decommitted in his um departure. Now, that doesn't include how many students are going to enter the transfer portal now that he's gone. So I know it may sound harsh. Like I said, I respect the man. But under the definition and how I view what a sellout is, I got to label him that. I can't say, yo, I like primetime. He ain't no sellout, bro. I can't say that. If if any of y'all was to come on the show and say something that was literally fit the description, I mean, I might not say it on the air, but I'm be like, yo, my man's out here selling out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It is what it is. You know, so I, I got I to gotta be real here, and that's just how I see it. All right. Uh, man, like Zay, I love how you always say, y'all both gave great takes. Y'all both gave great takes. But let's break it down. Uh, Prom Tom was never going to be there long term. And his overall vision is not to even be in Colorado. Prom Tom's overall vision is to be an NFL head coach. Okay, and he is showing people the way how to do it instead of going to be coordinators and things of this nature. He's showing that you could be a leader of men, right? See, coordinators is not leaders of men. Excuse me. <clears throat> when you're a defensive coordinator or offensive coordinator, you're technically not leaders of men. You're leaders of a system or, or side of a ball. And a lot of African-American head coaches have been getting shut down as they become coordinators. He is showing you that you can go another route, okay, to the black colleges to the historical black colleges, and you can start there. You could bring some highlight there. You could bring some money there, like Zay said, and help them with their equipment. You can bring them to a, on a national stage. You can help bring bring up these men. And he's showing them. We don't got to start with their programs. If you want to coach NFL, this way. He's building up his resume. So he started there. He's going to go to Colorado. He want to show that he can lead men in a different program and a different set. And then eventually, I believe Primetime wants to be a coach in the NFL. He want to have what you call a flawless resume to the point of you can't deny me being a head coach because that's all I do. I'm not a coordinator. I'm not an offensive coordinator. I'm not a defensive coordinator. I'm a head coach. And he's trying to show you that there's other ways to become a head coach instead of sticking around the NFL and saying, I'm a, I'm a running back coach and now I'm this coach. No, we don't got to do all of that. He's just trying to show you a different path. That could be a path for some men. And that can be fair, but there's other paths. And he's trying to show you another path to get to the NFL. So to answer the question in a nutshell, he's not a sellout. But to be fair, cousin, he did use Jackson State as a stepping stone. But that was a stepping stone for his personal resume. He did it for his personal resume because his aspiration is to be an NFL head coach. 
So basically pimping out, like it's basically pimping out that definition. But, 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 right. But I can't stay here if I want to be an NFL coach. That's impossible. No. Eventually, I actually want to be in the NFL. So if I want to be an NFL head coach, I'm not staying here. My plan was to never stay here. Okay. So I don't know if he had that conversation with them direct, but just to be fair and clear, he is trying to show African-American young coaches there's different avenues to become an NFL head coach, to become, if you want to just be a college head coach, to become one of the big-time college head coaches. There's other avenues. We can go. And I believe he did a good thing when he went back to Jackson State. He did a great thing over there. But guess what? There's other African-American coaches, coordinators in the NFL right now, probably should be doing the same thing and helping out those young men. He can't be the only one held accountable to help out these young men. What about the people that never even did that? So we got to give him some credit for at least doing it. You know what I'm saying? We're going to just discredit him because he's leaving? How about the other coaches in the NFL that's coordinators and all over the places, and they running around trying to become head coaches, and they still getting sun for those jobs anyway? Nope, you're not getting them. Why they don't go to Jackson State then? How come they don't coach them? So let me ask you this question. Let me ask you this question. Because clear, he's been running a great program. Jackson State has been great. They've been undefeated. As far as I'm concerned, he's going to a program that last season went one and eleven. Yeah. Now Colorado has not been relevant. They yeah. have not been relevant over the last couple of years. So mm-hmm. how does going to that program, whereas you could have stayed at Jackson State, bolster his case to make an NFL um roster? Okay. At the coach? I, I'm glad you asked that question. That's a perfect question. If you go look back at the historical great head coaches, right? They always building up their resume. Right. And they learning from experience because see what happens is he's going to go to Colorado because he's going to go there and say, I could turn around a big program because he's not going there to lose. He's going there to win. He yeah, most coaches, there. they take the job with intentions to win, but they don't right. win. Most no, I get that. But what I'm trying <laughs> to say is because he's trying to build up his resume. Go, You can go look at, um, 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 man, the, the name is a skip me off the top of my head. The, 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 um, um, Urban Meyer. You know what I mean? Go look at Urban Meyer. Go look at his resume on how he went to different places and changed the entire program around, building up a resume. Clearly, he flopped in the NFL, and I'm just using him as an example as how he built up his resume. It didn't It didn't start at Ohio State or Florida. Go look it up. He started at small colleges, okay? And he built up his resume. You know what I'm saying? Jimmy Johnson did the same thing. You know what I mean? Like, you can name – I'm just naming a few. You can name tons of – I know, but Urban built. Meyer, he won. He won championships, like national yeah, but championships. Missing, but you're, but you're missing <laughs> you know what I'm point. saying? Cousin, nah, cousin. It's, a, it's the point that you use, the exact yeah, example. But, Urban Meyer, you can't use him. He's He was a decorated coach. Yeah, but we – he okay, you know what? Where did he coach when he first started his career? His first – I remember him when he coached on Florida. No, he started with as a, as a, I'm talking about the big program. That's my point. So what I'm trying to tell you, when he went to Florida, Florida wasn't that big. He changed the culture there. What Dion is trying to do, I'm not saying he's going to do, but what he's trying to do is change the culture there because that's what you're going to do when you go in the NFL. Most of the times you got to go change the culture. When they hire in a coach, you're probably to a bad team. They got He got to show that I could change an entire program around. That's what those big coaches do all the time. Trust me on this. I want to yeah, I'm gonna let you get back here in a, in a few minutes, right? I just want to say, right? Literally, from the definition that I gave out on this show, no, I got that. It's exactly got what that. he did, and that's why he's a sellout. All right, I don't care. Listen, we all do things. Most of most people, most people in the world, and that's a world thing. I get it. Most people do what Deion Sanders just did. They do things for financial gain. Most of your celebrities that y'all idolize, right? They y'all watch on TV. 
that y'all watch on sports shows, they are pimping the black community. Okay, that that's real. But that doesn't mean that they're not sellouts because, oh, I want a bigger check. I want to have this million dollar check. That doesn't mean that literally what he did is exactly what these celebrities are doing. And most people do, which is pimp out their people because the easiest route is making money. Forget all the extra stuff. He used Jackson State as a stepping stone, not because he wanted guys to go to HBCUs, was because he wanted to build his resume and skedaddle. So to answer the question, yes, he is a sellout. And the reason I just, why I disagree with the sellout notion is because uh, Jackson State used him as well to give them notoriety, to give them popularity, population, to understand what bringing some guys over. You know, no one understood that Daniel Sanders would, would be able to bring over the number one recruit in high school. But the fact that he did highlighted Jackson State University, Jackson State University. They pimped him out as well. You can't just sit here and be like, oh, so, so, so time out. So historical black colleges can't. You know, get a good head coach or something like that. They got to sit on the sideline when they're already on the sideline to these predominantly white institutions. But the funny thing about it, Deion Sanders didn't have no coaching experience. They used his, to be fair, Zay, they used his fame. Mm -hmm. He's a famous cat. Mm-hmm. He didn't have no coaching experience. He was never an assistant coach. He was never no coordinator. Yeah, to he bring notoriety to HBCUs that everybody's ditching. So they that recruits or ditching. To so go to these so, predominantly white institutions where they don't feel comfortable half of the time, they just there for making those people rich. That's so why. So according to Lil's definition, the HBCUs sold out on getting a coach with more experience so that Deion Sanders could bring more popularity and more money to the school. Bring more that's notoriety that's to HBCUs in need of notoriety. But they don't right. have the, so, that's another thing. So, HBCUs, there's reports. HB the, the Jackson State University did not have the funding to even put for their football team. It was Deion Sanders had to come out of his own pocket to give money to them so that and he could get equipment going, to get the team good and ready for the games. So how the heck, if they don't even have the funding to fund the football team, is Deion Sanders to blame for leaving when he's getting paid five the times the amount? He says the school's already providing all the funding, providing everything that he needs to make sure he has a successful football program. Deion Sanders, yeah. come out of so, pocket. So, so, so Zay, well, one question, and you know I'll shut up. One question. From the definition of a setup that I gave you on this show to start, he doesn't fit that description. Y'all can twist it all y'all want to. Y'all can say, well, da, 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 right. I don't care about the well. For my description, he doesn't fit that description. What he just did doesn't fit that description. Not at all. Well, all right, let's, <laughs> let's move on. Because clearly, <laughs> we ain't going to see eye to eye on this joint.